1: At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Welcome to our program. On today's episode, Regina is having doubts about Distraction's new owner, Dimitri Cassidine, especially now that Chief Brody is conducting an investigation, deciding to see for herself whether Dimitri is conducting nefarious activities. Regina decides to conduct her own investigation. Let's listen as she enters distractions.
2: What can I get for you? Scotch. Neat. Sure thing. Here you go. So how is the new job working out?
1: Can't say new. I've been here a couple of months. Haven't I seen you here before?
2: I was in a couple weeks ago to see Dimitri. I used to own this place. Oh, you're Miss Miranda. You've heard of me. Heard of you? Mr. Cassidine
1: wouldn't shut up about you. Always saying Miss Miranda would do it this way or she wouldn't do it that way. Should I be flattered? I don't know. I guess this place is some kind of a landmark for
2: this city and locals don't like their landmarks changed. I see. Smart business move, I guess.
3: I thought so. Tony, there's a couple at the other end that needs your attention. Yes, Mr. Cassidy. So, what brings you here?
2: The alcohol. What brings anyone into a bar?
3: There's a liquor store down the street. If it was just alcohol, you could have gotten it there. You're checking up on your baby. Elise is fine. I mean, your other baby. Penelope? Now you're doing that on purpose. You know I mean distractions.
2: Okay, you caught me. Seeing how you're treating the place. And? And what?
3: And how do you think I'm doing?
2: Not bad, but I would think you would want to put your own mark on this place.
3: I will, in time. The trick is to do it gradually so no one notices, or if they do notice, not be bothered by it.
2: Like a frog in a pot of boiling water? Like a what? You know, you put a frog in a pot of water and gradually increase the temperature. Before the frog realizes
3: it, it's in boiling water. That's kind of a dark analogy. I'm sticking by it. Why do I get the feeling you're not talking about the decor?
2: I heard that Chief Brody was here earlier. Do you know what that was all about?
3: Chief Brody was asking about the new bartender, Tony Cole. Was she only asking about the bartender? I'll tell you what I told her. I run a clean place. I don't allow any funny business in here.
2: Does she know that? Who? Cassandra Davies.
3: Why should I care what she thinks?
2: Because she's talking to your bartender, Tony, over there. And is she supposed to be behind the
3: bar? (sighs) No, she's not. I need to talk to her. Wait a minute. Wait. Why? I want to see what they're up to. You're playing detective.
2: Protecting my legacy and your business. Is that okay with you?
3: Fine by me. Let's watch. You should go away. Go away?
2: Why? Because if they notice both of us staring at them, they will get suspicious. Especially if the owner is staring at them. So go on about your job and I'll be an inconspicuous barfly on the wall. All right.
3: Let me know what you see.
2: You'll be the first to know. Now, get going.
1: Meanwhile, on the other side of the bar... Do you need to be here right now, Cassandra? We have a quota to meet, and you're falling behind. If you weren't so particular, we wouldn't have this problem.
2: I'm not particular, but our clients are. If you pay for steak and get hamburger, well, let's say they'll do more than just complain to the chef.
1: This ain't a big town. This is the talent pool I'm dealing with. Uh, Excuse me, can I get a drink? Sure, what do you want? She'll do. Got it. What about I make you something special? Okay. Here with friends? Just came to town, checking out what the nightlife is like out here. Here you go. And here's a cherry for the garnish. Thank you. Mmm. This is good. What do you call it? Middle Passage. (laughs) That's
2: a funny name for a drink. He's joking. It's just a variation of the Singapore sling.
1: Whatever you call it, it's good. Mmm, well. I better head back. Whoa, whoa. Anything the matter? I, I,
0: I suddenly felt lightheaded.
1: Ooh, give me a minute. Sure thing. Ooh, the, the room is really spinning. What was in that drink?
3: Gin, grenadine, pineapple
1: juice, opium.
2: What? What was that?
1: Oh, I really don't feel well.
2: Here, dear. Let me take you to the back room where you can lie down. No. I don't want to go with you. Rebecca, there you are. I'm not... Drunk? You could have fooled me. You know her? Of course I know her. I was friends with her mother back in the day. Isn't that right, Rebecca? Rebecca? What's going on? My friend Rebecca here seems to have passed out.
3: Take her upstairs. She can sleep it off there. It's over. I
2: know where it is. I used to live here, you know. Come along, Rebecca. You're not getting any lighter. I'm Dr. Kim, the parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol, use as directed and keep out of reach of children.
1: That was certainly a close call for Rebecca, or whatever her name is. Meanwhile, Rhonda is about to get some news. Whether it's good or bad news, we're about to find out. Hello? Hello? May I please speak with Ms. Rhonda Roop?
0: This is Mrs. Roop.
1: Hello, Mrs. Roop. This is Nurse Brennan from Dr. Hoffman's office. We received the test results from Dr. Preston that you saw for the second opinion. And honestly, we're a little puzzled.
0: Puzzled? What do you mean?
1: We usually don't make mistakes like this.
0: What mistakes? Give it to me straight.
1: All the test results came back negative. There were no signs of a breast tumor or any other kind of cancer.
0: Are you sure?
1: Yes, ma'am. The CAT scan was negative for any growths, and the blood tests were negative for all tumor markers. Dr. Hoffman reviewed the test he gave you and, well, the test must belong to another patient. Ms. Roop, are you there? I'm still here. Anyway, we apologize for this mix-up and any unnecessary stress this must have caused you.
0: Could you send me the test results? My address should be on file.
1: Very well. If you have any other questions, feel free to give our office a call.
0: Yes, I will. Thank, thank you. Goodbye. No cancer. I, I don't have cancer. <laughs> mommy's going to be okay, little darlings. Your mommy's going to be okay. Just a minute. Hi, Uriah. Come on in.
4: Hey, Rhonda. I thought I'd stop by to see if you heard anything from that doctor you saw last week.
0: I just got a call from the nurse. The test results came in.
4: Don't keep me in suspense. What did the tests say?
0: The tests were negative. I don't have cancer.
4: What? Are they sure? What do you mean, are they sure? I mean, you had a positive diagnosis from our local oncologist, and he's no quack. His reputation is solid. How does it go from his diagnosis of breast cancer to one with no tumor?
0: Apparently, there was a mix-up.
4: A mix-up? What doctor would make that kind of mix-up?
0: Dr. Hoffman.
4: Dr. Hoffman's reputation is one of a very competent physician. I don't see him making that kind of mistake.
0: You're right. He would not make that kind of mistake. Unless... Unless what? Unless someone broke into his office and switched lab reports. Who would do something like that? And why? No one would do it just to scare me. It must be... The twins... The twins? Milton's will. No one can run Roop Pharmaceuticals unless they're a blood relative. A true Roop, as Milton would like to say. That leaves out you and Lorna. The only blood relative of Milton are the twins.
4: Are you saying someone switched the test results to get your twins in order to control Roop Pharmaceuticals? Who would do something like that?
0: Yes, who would do something like that? Why are you looking at me that way? The guardianship papers. When I got the diagnosis, you came in suggesting I make you the guardian of the twins. And I was so upset and desperate, I stupidly agreed. Now wait a
4: minute. I had no ulterior motive in asking you to make me the guardian.
0: It all makes sense now. First, Regina breaks into the doctor's office and switches the lab results. Why would Regina do that? Because she's Lorna's lackey. Lorna gives the
4: orders and Regina carries it out. You're saying grandmother had Regina switch the lab results?
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. And then, when I'm at the bottom of my pit of despair, who should come in but my good friend Uriah? Now wait a
4: minute. You're not suggesting I'm part of some kind of plot to get a hold of your children.
0: I'm not suggesting it. I'm saying it straight out. Of course Lorna would use you. With your innocent demeanor and puppy dog eyes. Who wouldn't trust you? What an
4: idiot I am! What makes you think I would do something like that?
0: You're a rope. Why wouldn't I think anything else?
4: As you pointed out, I'm not a rope by blood.
0: No, you're a Bulgakov. That's not much better.
4: My father was nothing like that.
0: So it skipped a generation. The guardianship papers, where are they? I want them back.
4: I don't have them. I gave them to grandmother before we left for Dr. Preston's office.
0: To your grandmother. Of course you gave them back to Lorna. Get them back!
4: I can't. She filed them with the court.
0: That's it, then. She's going to have me killed.
4: Now hold on. Grandmother is not going to have you killed.
0: If your naivety is an act, then knock it off. She needs the twins to control Root Pharmaceuticals. She can't get the twins unless I'm dead or incapacitated. Oh, of course. Of course what? She doesn't need me dead, just out of the way. Involuntary commitment, maybe? Shipped off to a faraway location where I won't be coming back? Maybe frame me for Miguel's murder?
4: Yeah, that's more Lorna's style. Before you go any further down that rabbit hole, let me remind you that I will be the legal guardian, not grandmother.
0: Which is why you're the perfect Trojan horse. I never saw you coming. Lorna will control the twins through you, her other lackey. What did she promise you? Make you CEO? CFO? COO? Director of the board? She
4: didn't promise me anything. I'm not Grandmother's lackey.
0: No, just the dutiful grandson carrying out her wishes.
4: Rhonda, please listen to me. Even if what you said about Grandmother and Regina is true, I'm not part of any conspiracy. If Grandmother manipulated you, then she manipulated me, too. Stop it!
0: Just stop it! Do you know how badly I needed a friend? How badly I wanted you to be my friend? I've been used and manipulated by so many men, so many women. I thought I finally found someone who could be in my corner. Someone who would care what I wanted, what I needed. Miguel was that person, but now he's gone. I thought you could be that person, but I should have known better.
4: Rhonda, please, let me talk to Grandmother. Grandmother.
0: Yes, by all means. Talk to Lorna. Wrap up this scheme of yours. But don't expect me to just sit by waiting for the knock on the door.
4: Rhonda, please don't do anything foolish.
0: This time, I'm going to be the one who knocks. I really don't
4: like the sound of that. Rhonda, Miguel wouldn't want you to do that. Don't you dare! Don't you
0: dare use his memory like that!
4: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you.
0: No, you just want me calm and docile like a lamb to the slaughter. Uriah... Get out!
4: Now, Rhonda...
0: Isaac, get out!
4: Okay, I'm going. But please, take a minute and think through any action before doing anything.
0: Uriah, please leave.
4: I'm going, but I'm coming back after I straighten all of this out.
0: You'll be back? Don't expect me to be here. Lorna wants my twins. She can't have them. I'll see her dead before she can take them. Yes, I'll see her dead.
1: This is getting serious. Will Rhonda carry through with her threat and get to Lorna? Can Uriah resolve the situation before it comes to that? And what will Regina and Dimitri do now that they know what Cassandra and Tony have been doing at Distractions? To learn the answers to these and other questions... You will need to continue to tune in to Restless Shores. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Luis Gutierrez and directed by Tom Hinton. Tom Hinton is the voice of Tony Cole,
2: the bartender. Julie Poulin is the voice of Regina Miranda.
3: Patrick Brancado is the voice of Dimitri Casadine.
2: Julie Scala is the voice of Cassandra Davies.
1: Kathy Slack is the voice of Olive, whose name isn't Rebecca. Denise Shannon is the voice of Rhonda Roop. Marsha Hinton is the voice of Nurse Brennan.
4: Nathan Austin is the voice of Uriah Roop.
1: I'm Marsha Hinton. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. Sound design was provided by Open Mic Recording Studio. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.